All right, everybody, welcome to the receding money line. Another week, you got Stevie Mac, Pat, and we're going to be focusing on some first round NBA. And I'm telling you, there's a buzz around the NBA playoffs. It's been great so far. Um, and we've been enjoying every minute of it. Um, maybe a little MLB, maybe a little F1. Um, you know, nothing big coming up. We got the draft next week. Uh, but, you know, we're just going to keep it, keep it light, you know, throw a couple bets this weekend you know, and have, have some fun. We have, we also have our own personal event this week that certainly nobody cares about. Uh, but we have spent a medium amount of time preparing for, and that is Steve and I, along with a few of our, a few of our other friends and my dad are running the Brooklyn half marathon on Sunday morning, 7. AM. Uh, and I think our, our preparation level is pretty medium um you know because i was spending all my time watching watching the nba finals i wasn't uh running the past week or the past four months so yeah were, were you trying to cram all your running into this last week you're gonna blame no, the I, NBA playoffs? I, i've just had i've just had a steady stream of like minor injuries over the past four months that i've been trying to run through like my goal is just like oh my leg hurts a lot, but I'm just going to keep running through it. And then my, I had like a bone that was popping out of place in my left foot. And then I was talking to our friend Corinne and Corinne was like, you really need to get new shoes. Like your shoes are basically falling apart and they're definitely hurting your feet. Okay, great. So I get new shoes. Okay. I go to the store to get new shoes and the guy's like, oh, sorry. This is a couple months ago. Oh, sorry. Our cash register is down. Like we're only taking cash for these shoes. And I'm like, okay, well, this is this is useless. This is New York City. Finally, get new shoes. Do you take Caesars debits? <laughs> Can I link my my MGM account because you know I had a really good week last week. Um, I have 160 on the Lakers. If you're interested, <laughs> I'll have to get, I'll have to get back to you tomorrow. <laughs> um, and I I get so I but I tracked down some new shoes. And they fixed my foot problem. So I'm like, great. Like this bone is no longer popping out of my foot when I'm running. Now I can run. And then these shoes start giving me massive blisters, like huge, painful blisters. And uh, then I started getting blister like that. It would heal. I would give it a day or two. And then I would run and I would get a blister like inside of that blister. Like it was like blister inception kind of. Um, anyway, uh, that's that's where yeah, I'm at. That's where right. I was. I actually wasn't feeling that bad. Um, but then literally like two and a half weeks before the race, I got COVID. And right, I tried right. to I tried to run. I was like, well, I still need to train. Like I'm I'm gonna push through this. Yeah. And I ran one mile when I had COVID and I was like collapsing outside. While you had it. While I had it. And I was like, yeah. there's no way I can race with this, but I like built back up. But like I am nowhere, like close to where I wanted to be. I, like I, was, I had all these goals in my head, and I was like, "I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna." The goal is to finish. All my friends are gonna beat me. I'm there. I got a. I got a T-shirt. I'm pretty excited about it. And, and let's be honest, training in the winter in New York City is, is rough. Awful. Is awful. In hindsight, wouldn't have done it. I I was took the subway today, and I was going up the stairs to leave the subway station, and I was like. 
I, I was like breathing heavily, like going up like several flights of stairs. And I was like, I'm not supposed to be feeling this way two days before the race. I'm like, something has gone terribly wrong. My legs are freaking killing me. I'm gassed going up these stairs and I'm getting passed on by like, by like, you know, these older senior citizens going up the stairs of the subway. So, um, yeah, my strategy is just to go out at a nice, comfortable pace. And then in the second half of the race, if I can pick up, pick it up, I'll try to pick it up. That's, that's my plan. I, I think that's, I think that's good. I mean, I've never actually run 13 miles, so that's going to be like, let's, you know, I'm, I'm a little yeah. nervous about that part. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. What would you set your over under at for your pace? Cause I don't know what the number of minutes, like the time would be, but like over under your pace. For I would say miles. I'm probably going to average. I'll take, I'll take an over on you set it and I'll take an over under for your, your race. I would, I would be happy if I could keep it under nine for the whole race, an average of nine minutes a mile. Yeah. I'm going to take under, I'm going to take the under for you five bucks, five nine bucks. minute, nine minute miles. I, I think, I, I think I can do it, but I, I would also, I'm going to also bet on myself. Um, so I don't know how that works. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I'll, I'll set the over under for me at, at eight fifty. Eight fifty. Okay. Yeah, right. Pat, Pat just months. called out. He's going to beat me. Um, so we'll see. I think that. you're sandbagging it. I think that was an easy five dollar bet uh, <laughs> for me. So I'll collect my five bucks next week. All right. So we had NBA first round playoffs. Look, I think most people know this. I'm not a huge NBA guy. I'm not a huge basketball guy. I've probably played two uh, pickup games of basketball literally in my entire life. The last time I shot a, held a basketball was probably the first time in 10 years. And it was at my in-laws at their 55 and older community, retirement community. And it was atrocious. So not a basketball guy. I watched a handful of games. I agree. It does seem to be a buzz. There's been some really good games. Celtics, the great hometown team. That's fun. But my, I won 40 bucks this week, betting on basketball. And my strategy was just not overthink it. Pretend the Warriors are like, the 2018 Warriors, and I feel like people, mainly you and Wes, last week, outsmarted yourselves on the Nuggets and took the Warriors the first two games. And then yesterday in – or, uh, yeah, yesterday in Denver, Warriors were uh, only two-point favorites. That was the easiest bet of the whole playoffs. Took that one. I – Your thoughts? You were right. I was wrong. I have now joined – the, the Warriors. I didn't, I just, I'm hitting them on money lines. Like I'm just throwing, I like, they're going to win. I, I think they're going to win. I, yeah. It was, it was fun though. I mean, definitely the most intriguing series is the net Celtics just because the nets are imploding. I mean, it's Kyrie, why do you think that is? Um, I mean, I've listened, I've, <laughs> I've listened to too much uh, Colin Cowherd. Um, so, okay. so his theory is that they just don't want to be coached. Like, it's a bunch of people – like, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant just want to – like, they do their own thing. Like, they think that having a coach is unnecessary because yeah. they are basketball geniuses. Right. And that – like, having a coach helps. Like, having a good strategy on both ends of the court is really helpful in highly competitive basketball games. And, you know, it's not really a hot take. 
Um, it's it's kind of a very standard take. So I think that's I think that's really it. Like they just don't they, they don't seem to have an offense. Like it's just give the ball to Kevin Durant and he's gonna figure it out. Like so I do you think that Kyrie, I mean, you saw the first game Kyrie was taunt, taunting all the all the Celtics fans in Boston and like give, flipping them the bird and pretending to do like the crybaby eyes thing. And uh, when you do that and then you can't back it up and you blow like a 10-point lead in the second game, I mean, you're putting a lot of eggs in Kyrie's basket to carry the team. And if he like emotionally is letting everyone down like that, that has to carry through the whole locker room, I would think. I, you I just agree. did crybaby eyes to 25,000 people and you haven't won a game. You, you, you gave everyone the finger and then scored 10 points after the next game. Right. Like, that's not how you respond. Um, yeah. I think in general, like his whole thing with Boston too, right? Like he is – like he underperformed in Boston and then left and then ditched them. And he's like, I don't understand why they're mad at me. Like how – like what – like what right. could be the reason? Like, like I like he like he doesn't understand like how fans work. Like I learned this very quickly. I used to go to a Boston or sorry, a Pittsburgh Pirates um, games against the San Francisco Giants when Barry Bonds would come back, and this was before everyone like people knew about the steroids. He was at this point the best player in in baseball, and they would boo him from the start of the game to the end of the game. Because he went one for 18 in the playoffs for, as a Pittsburgh Pirate. And they are still mad about it. And they don't even care about the steroids thing. Like, like, That's amazing. Like, like, you stunk for us. Like, you were our best player and you stunk. Like, we don't forget it. That's awesome. Um, I saw some clips the other day of, uh, I, I don't know what the context they were in, but it was uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa hitting absolute piss missile laser bombs in what was that 1998 1999 yeah and the golden era of baseball i love baseball i really do but i do think that in the world we live in now where everybody just needs kind of instant gratification on everything baseball has has really uh lost a step um but then you watch these clips of mark mcguire and sammy sosa and it was the coolest, most exciting thing ever. And you don't, I mean, I'm not advocating for everyone to like go and like roid up, but how awesome would that be if they did? <laughs> and you got guys hitting 70 bombs a year. It was great. That was a good time to be live. I, I went to, I saw Sam, the, the year that they both broke it the first time, I saw Sammy Sosa's 58th home run. And that was, I mean, it was night game, Every time there was a pitch to Sammy Sosa, and this was we didn't have iPhones, right? So it was it was flash cameras, yeah. the whole stand. Wow. And it was like, and every pitch, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen and probably will ever see at a at a, a baseball. That's so game. cool. All right, getting back on track here a little bit. Um, so the Warriors are now plus 300 to win the whole thing. I took them uh plus 850, I think before uh, the finals, the playoffs started. So that feels really good. Um, but the Suns were plus 250 before the playoffs started. They're now plus 500. And 
they so lost the game. That, they lost the game, but that's because Chris Paul's arch enemy, Scott Foster, was repping the game. So, mm. Pat, I don't know if you know this. He's no, lost, I don't. Explain he has lost every, every his record in games that Scott Foster has refed is 0 and 14. What? Yes. Like it is, it is bonkers. Like this ref shows up, Chris Paul's teams lose. So I, I'm just, if you can, if those odds go up, like take, hey, like, like that's is he a, the ref for the whole series. No, no. The, the NBA just like sends him in once in a while to like mess with Chris Paul. Oh, I hope that's true. That's, that's now like my favorite conspiracy theory that I believe. It's I mean, um, there, there yeah, was a guy. There throw, was a ref that was throwing games, so it's not the, the hardest thing to believe. I might throw. I might throw a few bones on Suns plus five hundred. Uh, we still have Celtics plus four fifty. That looks. I mean, that's looking. That's looking fun. Um, you and Wes are both gonna lose your your Nuggets bets. <laughs> we are gonna um, lose those. But I put. How about the Sixers? They look really good. They look good. They they look really good. Look so good. I'm I'm happy about that. Um, there's plenty of time to join the bandwagon um, on on this. What are the odds on the Sixers right now? Let's see. Oh, did it move? I would love. That's like a classic tracking move. Okay, you look that up. Um, the <laughs> I also have the Bucks. The Bucks are looking okay. Um, they have a big injury, but we'll we'll be fine with that. Um, I think the the biggest like dumb story is we were geniuses with the Mavs jazz series. Like we, we were, we were very much. They were like, the like, Oh yeah. Luca doesn't matter. Like the jazz, they, they hate each other and they're not going to play well. And that's Sixers working. plus a thousand to win the whole thing right now. Okay. It was 1600. Yes. Um, well, that makes sense. But remember a month ago they were plus 650. So we're, we're still, we're not, we're not back to, to yeah. sea level just yet yeah but um it's been really fun though i've, I've enjoyed watching it i have a pe- couple bets for the games tonight um i'm going suns minus two and a half tonight i don't know about the ref i gotta check the ref situation i guess he's, um, yeah he's but, he he's free and clear okay so i think that is by the time everyone listens to this uh, the Suns will have won by more than two and a half points, and I will have won that bet. Uh, Celtics money line tomorrow, plus one thirty in Brooklyn. I, I just, I mean, you said it. I think. The, I mean, the Nets just seem deflated, and this it seems like it's setting up for a potential sweep. I. I don't. I, I don't see the Nets deflated. I think they're unorganized and it's causing issues. But I think at any time, Kyrie Irving can put up fifty points. So right. I actually have the Nets minus three tomorrow night. Um, okay. Because I still believe the Nets are coming back. Like I, I'm very disappointed right. in them, but I think they're going to come back. Um, but I also agree with you on the Suns. I just I didn't even do the spread. I just hit a money line minus one thirty five. I. It's good enough odds for me. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Um, do we have any baseball? I don't have any baseball I do. thoughts. I do. Right. I do. I am. I got Cardinals 120 over the Reds. So I'm doing a little. I, I put a future on the Cardinals. Um, 
and I'm going to be doing Cardinals tracking throughout the summer. Okay. Um, so just looking at their future. So I got it at plus 2,800 it is now plus 3000. So they're trending downwards. Um, really? Yes. But that's fine because I, I will, t- <laughs> I think the most important thing is uh, I'm taking all the Albert Pujols base running videos. Um, they are gold. He is so slow. It Albert is Pujols, a player still playing baseball. He's their third best hitter. No. <laughs> yeah. Check the stats. He's playing great. Really? Yeah. So he tried to steal third base the other day. And like the pitcher paused to real to like be like, is he moving still? And and then threw it over and beat in like he was out by a mile. He and then the other day he had to score from home on a trip. Sorry, he was on first base and a guy hit a triple and he was like running around to try to score and every the entire time you're like he's not gonna make it like there is no way this guy oh my god like he was like like he got like around third base and he was like (gasps) like like he was like pat going up the stairs in the subway like like oh my god (laughs) he's gonna be like he's like us uh at like mile 10 on sunday we're we're gonna be like oh my god i'm 42 years old i just signed a two million dollar contract and I can't make it to the finish line. He's probably thinking, he's like, can you guys just hit home runs so I can just go? Like, I, like I'm, we're not doing triples and doubles anymore. Like, We should have uh, our friend JT, known uh, altitude sickness survivor, um, bring us those air, those like oxygen air canisters. And, and that like, you know, we can, we can like, we can put them in like a belt loop. And that way, uh, when we're when we're really hurt, and we can break out break out the oxygen during the race, I think that's a great idea. I mean, the, there's no there's no way those things actually work. And for anyone that that doesn't know what we're talking about, imagine like a like a, a whipped cream can, but uh, what came out was oxygen. Uh, and it had like a mouthpiece on it that you're supposed to, yeah, inhale from. It it definitely it it definitely didn't seem like it worked, uh, but. Hey, I mean, I guess it's all like it's a placebo effect type of thing. So I think it helped him out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other thing, oh, I just wanted to bring this up. So I was looking at some inspiration in MLB and so looking at some MLB memes. Um, and they were and they're very a lot of the MLB meme accounts are very much hardo accounts, which makes sense because based on the fans. Um, yeah. and they were talking about like so Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game for seven innings and they pulled saw this after saw 80 this. innings and, and they compared that to uh, old school pitcher, Ray Caldwell, who um, after being struck by lightning in the ninth inning, um, you know, when he was revived, finished pitching the game, um, which is a good example. Um, but I did a little more research on this Ray Caldwell. He's a very interesting person, very talented, um, but he was such a drunk uh, he would go AWOL in the middle of seasons and they wouldn't be able to find him. And one time he was so like off the beaten path, he got arrested in the middle of the season for grand larceny. Um, and his, that's so good. And his biggest success later in his career. And this is actually when he got um, hit by lightning and he pitched, a, he pitched a, a no hitter as well. Like 10 days after he got hit by lightning, uh, was his manager told him, all right, what we're going to do with you is the day after you pitch, I want you to get as drunk as possible. Um, I want you to sleep 
the hangover the next two days. And then two days after you pitch, you're going to come in and you're going to run wind sprints. And then you'll be ready to go for your next outing. And oh he God. was like, <laughs> he had his best season. Um, as... So, um, so like, do we get drunk before the race or after the race? <laughs> I don't think it, I think, well, after, if you were to say, if you were to follow this model, it'd be after, uh, but it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like, like that guy had a lot of problems. Like, I, I think that like, I'm taking my lady, Kershaw. he was like, yeah, I think, yeah. Glenn Kershaw is a much better athlete scenario like all-star yeah. for 15 Take years Clinton kershaw over the guy who needs to get blackout drunk and do wind sprints to get his head right after after throwing like eight innings and averaging like like 79 miles an hour 1940 or something yeah oh, no, it was 1920 1920 yeah okay even better um so everyone all of our loyal listeners know that I'm a, uh, I've become a big F1 fan and uh, I, I'm a Haas fan. I, I like the Haas team. I think Gunter Steiner is just, is just the absolute man. And uh, they've been big underdogs for a long time. They're an American team last year. They basically didn't have uh, money or resources to invest in their cars. So they spent their entire budget uh investing in this year's car and this year they're they're pretty competitive so i was on the haas tooling site looking for haas gear and i got distracted uh and i ended up on the f1 authentic site which is like the f1 game used like they sell like random shit like haas is selling like actual panels from the car. You can buy like a panel from the car for like $300. Um, and Hang I came up ac- on your wall, right? Yeah, I don't know. And I came across a, it's cool. It was a Lewis Hamilton race used uh, disc brake. So it's like a circle disc brake. It's about a foot. It's like the size of a dinner plate kind of. Okay. And it is inlaid into like a like wooden oak thing with like a glass on top they made it into like a a side table like a coffee table and i was like oh that's that's really cool like i if i ever have a few too many beers and i remember that this thing exists like i might do it uh that was like yesterday at like noon flash forward to yesterday at 9 p.m i've had a few beers at dinner and i remember that this thing existed from earlier in the day no, so no, no, I'm going to clarify the story. You were bragging about it to whoever you were with. Yes. And then you yes. were, and that's how my you wife, were. my <laughs> wife, I was like, Tori, I look at this table I found today. Where would we, where could we put this? And she's a good sport and she loves F1, loves F1. And she's like, it's actually pretty good looking. We can put it over here, but it's $1,500. Like, I don't think we should buy this. A couple more beers later. Apple Pay. It's like I'm looking at it again. It's like double click to buy, and I'm like, okay. So I just double click. One hour later, I get a DHL notification that my order has been processed and is ready to be shipped. So I am the proud owner of a race used Lewis Hamilton 2017 from his championship season, an actual disc brake from his car inlaid into a cool side table that's going to be 
at my apartment. It's the definition of like a statement piece. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know really what it even looks like. Um, Cause I'm not it's a hard. I, I understand. Guy. You're, I understand. It's confusing. Yeah. It's it, but I mean, <laughs> why not? I mean, it's much better than like, you know, your West Elm pieces. Um, you know, or your Ikea put it together that all looks the same. I mean, it's definitely a statement piece. Uh, people definitely know. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, you're definitely not a Lewis Hamilton guy. That would be my biggest issue is that that's not your. I'm a Lewis guy. I was a Lewis guy over when it was Lewis versus Max last year. I was pulling for Lewis hard. So I'm a Lewis guy. I'm a Lewis guy and I'm a Haas guy. It's a barbell approach. You take okay the best driver and the worst, the best team and the worst team. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So that gets me to some F1 picks that I have for this weekend. Uh, so qualifying was today. There's actually a, a little mini race tomorrow, a sprint race. And then the main race in Imola in Italy in Italy is on Sunday. Uh, it was raining today at qualifying. So it was hard. It's hard to draw a ton of conclusions from the cars because it's not supposed to be raining at the race. So kind of totally, di- totally different, but Charles Leclerc, the Ferrari has been the fastest car all year. You can get Leclerc plus 110 to win on Sunday. I think that's a great, great bet. So while Leclerc is speeding around the track to victory, at the same time, we will be speeding through Brooklyn to the finish line. <laughs> and and my, t- my two best Sunday bets are Steve under nine minute miles and Charles Leclerc plus one ten to win. I think it's the easiest bet so far of the F1 season. Uh, and I've also got Lando Norris top three at plus two seventy five. McLaren seems to have gotten their gotten their shit together a little bit, and uh, and Lando qualified third. Not again with the rain; it doesn't really matter that much. But I think I like those two. I so. You you talk about how you're your Mercedes and you're a Haas fan, but then yeah. all your bets this year have been Ferrari. But you've been on it. You 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 100. Yeah, I bet to win, baby. I bet to win. You put your yeah. It's cutthroat. F1's cutthroat. There's no friends in F1. Yeah. Even teammates are. I are buy rivals. I buy Mercedes side tables, <laughs> and I bet Ferrari. <laughs> I bet Ferrari. Yeah, makes sense. What I have another question. Haas. Yeah. Is that a car brand? No. So it's like this random tooling company. Um, and they dropped their title sponsor because it was a it was a Russian company. So they, they did the right thing and they dropped the Russian sponsor. They also dropped the Russian driver who was only there because the dad, the CEO of the sponsor was the guy's dad. Okay. So the dad made he was like, I'll sponsor you, but you're gonna make my son one of the drivers. So they dropped both of them, which was genius, like the right thing to do. Yeah. And they bring in Kevin Magnuson, who was the driver for Haas, who got replaced by the Russian kid. By, you know, who my daddy is. Exactly. Daddy's boy. Daddy's um, boy. And now K-Mag is absolutely tearing it up. He qualified fourth uh, today. He scored points, I think, in two of the three races. He's been awesome. Uh, but, okay, so I have a question for you. Haas 
is now in a position where they've got a good car. F1 is taking off in the U. It's taking off in the U.S. They're an American team, so I think there's going to be U.S. teams or U.S. companies banging on their door to be the title sponsor. So, what do you think would be like the most fun or most American title sponsor for the Haas team? And it could be any company. So, like anything you want. Uh, crypto. I mean, it's not going to land. There's already enough crypto. Well, I would say the NBA, the NBA has got crypto sponsorships everywhere. Stadiums. Yeah. T-shirts on the floor. It's everywhere. So that would be my number. I mean, I don't know. That's that's not not that fun. That's That's not not fun. fun. I think. I mean, I would love, I would love if they, if like, if Budweiser did it. That's that's the correct answer. Like if there was a, they were like, all right, like we're going to throw Bud Light on there. You know, yes. we, have, we already have our Budweiser car in NASCAR. We're doing Bud Light F1. You know, we're the, you know, the, we're Budweiser the beer Haas, in America. We're Budweiser Haas F1 team. And you just have this, like, beautiful bright red and white car with the with the white Budweiser script. That would look really good. I think also um, McDonald's Haas F1 team would be fun. Uh Dunkin' Donuts, Baskin Robbins, Haas, F1 team. Uh, I mean, the it's colors. Mouth, the color. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. Um, and then you have lame ones like like Raytheon, X, F1 team. Uh, Amazon, Haas, F1. Like I, It's going to be something boring like Amazon. Yeah, I don't love that, but I I, I mean, I, I just, of course, it's got a Coca-Cola, like some real American brands yeah i think when, it should be budweiser when is chevy gonna have a team i know you got ferrari mercedes i don't know the rules maybe i'll do a little research on this and i'll report back on next week next week but i don't know if there's like a li- i think there's a limit on how many cars like per the rules it's like 20 cars 10 teams max yeah so i don't think you can just like buy like enter in a new team um and andretti <laughs> michael andretti wants a team okay and he's kind of like, you know, racing royalty. So he's, I think, next on the list. I don't know how it works, but yeah. I'll report back. I, I know Michael Andretti from um, when I'm driving with my mom and someone passes her and she goes, who's that, Michael Andretti? Um, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know who he is. I, I know he's a – he, like, is an Indy 500 racer, right? Like yeah. Indy car? Yeah. So I – what we'll do not you be th- watching the race, but because we'll yeah, be racing what do each you th- other. Because we, yes, we'll be racing. What do you think of all, like, we have Miami, Vegas, Austin. I mean, it is exploding in the United States. It's exploding. It's great. And they have picked very good spots for it as well. Like, yeah. you know, Vegas seems like a perfect location to host it. Um, you know, it's built You know, it's built in, right? You have the infrastructure, um, and you, there's nothing. Like, you can go – they're doing it down the strip. Down the strip. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. And it's free. It's like free advertising for the city. Yeah, free advertising for the city. The drivers are just going to go absolutely nuts. Oh, the race starts at 10 p.m. local time. Oh, night? Night yeah. race? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. So what's Vegas? Three hours. So that's a nine-hour difference. So it's like 7 a.m. in the U.K., It'll be 1 a.m. start time in New York. Yeah, we must we might have to just go there. I you know, just we might have to just go. <laughs> yeah, I mean we can't handle that one. I think it's next season. 
that's the Miami yeah. tickets are selling for like 3,500 bucks or something. Right that's now. wild. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, all right. I gotta so, get, I gotta get into F1. I gotta pick a team. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for Michael Andretti though. You don't even like need to pick a team. You just gotta get, you just gotta watch the Netflix show. I think that's the key. To, to, yeah. Oh to, yeah. Yeah. You gotta yeah. get into that. I've, I've watched one episode. I gotta get, you know, catch up. Um, yeah. So. All right. So what other, uh, do you have a couple final bets for us? Basketball. For the yeah. Weekend? I'll throw, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm doing a couple of money lines, Raptors plus plus one thirty. Uh, nice. And Mavericks plus one seventy five. There's two money line max of the picks of the week. I'm also going to go Cardinal or I say Cardinals. I'm going to go Braves minus one ninety five over the Marlins. Um, so that's what I'm awesome. going to do. That's going to be watching tomorrow. Uh, and then I, for the life of me, cannot find a USFL uh, place to bet. I've, I'm begging to bet on the Houston Gamblers, my team. Yeah, really a team for me. <laughs> A team I'm for too, Steve. I'm too short to, to to root for the Giants, too slow to root for the Jets. Uh, so <laughs> I need my gamblers, me the gamblers. I need the Houston. Um, you know, but I, I can't even find it, but I can't. Even I don't want to get you too excited, and I don't know if we'll be able to gamble on this because you know it's not quite as not quite mainstream yet. But women's college softball World Series is not too far away. I'm ex- I'm excited. And I'm excited. The, the Oklahoma has the team this year. I mean, if yeah. they lose a game, we'd be surprised. So, you know, that's the biggest storyline coming up. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out for uh, women's college softball lines. If if our listeners don't watch women's softball, watch college softball, it is awesome. They it's freaky how fast they throw the ball off the mound, underhanded. Uh, they do all sorts of fun, crazy tricks with like their bunting and the, the game's super fast paced because uh, of how small the field is. I mean, it's like literally baseball on on crack. It's, it's really, really fun. You got fast players, you got girls that hit absolute nukes. Um, so that's right around the corner. We'll, we'll have full coverage of uh, – of that, Pat, and you know, you know, my favorite part about women uh, softball is, I don't know if it's, yeah, go ahead. What is it? It's, it's. There's no rules on what type of hats they have to wear. So uh, like they can yeah. shoot, they can wear like a baseball hat that they put their like ponytail through. They can wear visors. Um, they can wear like safety glasses. Um, they can wear like a flower in their hair, or they can wear like nothing. Like I thought you were gonna say that uh, something inappropriate. A lot of the players are very easy on the eyes, which I didn't say that, but I, I thought that's well, what you were I gonna mean, say. But are, I don't know. But it's just it's just the truth. It's truth, and they, yeah, they're awesome athletes, and a lot of them are babes. So it just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But also, right, so, also the hat situation, <laughs> and the hats, and the hats. So that was week six of the receding money line. Keep it short and sweet for you guys. Next week, we'll have probably a couple NBA series that will be completed. We'll go through those. Um, we will have the recap of our half marathon. Uh, NFL draft as well. Thursday. We'll have the NFL draft. So we'll try to get this out um, and we'll give you some good NFL draft picks. I think that it's a year where there's not really a lot of consensus picks. So maybe there could be some fun stuff to do uh, betting the draft. 
Check out the Instagram. Steve has been in the meme factory cooking up some fire flame memes. Uh, You'll want to check those out. Share them with your friends. They're family friendly. Uh, Send them to your mother. Send them to your father. And they'll be like, this is some good meme content right here. This guy, Steve Mack, he is a meme chef. Uh, Yeah. So thanks for listening. Subscribe. Check out Instagram, and we'll be back next week. Moneyline out.